today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Interesting column in the National Post today. Uh, Barbara Kay, a Marxist revolution by the alt-left millennials. Uh, we've certainly heard of the alt-right. There's an alt-left too. And how responsible are they for Hillary's defeat? It seems we're a land of extremes now. You're either extreme left or you're extreme right. Well, the majority of us are right in the center. Who's looking after us? Uh, Out of the column, it says, we heard a great deal about the lesser of two evils. Voters on the respectable right who regarded Trump with such distaste, they voted for Hillary. Republicans voting for Hillary because they knew Trump was wrong. What we haven't heard so much about are those on the alt-left, the die-hard Bernie Sanderites, who actually preferred to see someone loose, or, or sorry, let me rephrase that, who actually preferred to see a loose cannon like Trump win rather than vote for the established symbolic Hillary. They are not fringe or few. They are legion, and if they all had voted for Hillary, she might have won. But they didn't. And they are overwhelmingly young millennials. To talk more about all of this, uh, Michael Diamond is with us, principal at Upstream Strategy Group in Toronto. He's a conservative political pundit. He is with us now. Hello, Michael. How are you today? Uh, Great. Thanks for having me. Thanks for taking the time to join us. Did millennials hang Hillary out to dry? You know, there's a few ways to consider how and if they did. So one is their voter their voter participation was not at any level uh, that was going to be required for a candidate who was banking on support from millennials to uh, to make a difference. And the other thing that you can look at is what the primary race did to Hillary, because you know Americans have often said you know one one to the uh, to the left or the right to win your perspectives uh, primary and then move back to the center for the general election. But because of the Sanders insurgent. Uh, Hillary Clinton had to take such unauthentic uh, positions in that nomination race that she just blew her credibility with the center and was never going to gain traction with the group that was pushing her to the fringe to be anti-trade, to be anti-Wall Street when she was taking big money for speeches to Wall Street. It was never going to be believable, so she made friends with no one because of that. So uh, you can't ride the fine line? How would she have balanced all of this? Hillary Clinton was just the probably worst possible politician to try and balance that. She she would have been much better off to have stayed authentic and be a pro-trade Democrat, a moderate Democrat in the mold of her husband, instead of be pushed to the left like Bernie Sanders, which the left never trusted. You know, it's been a long time. The Clintons have been around for so long. There wasn't any sort of ambiguity about what she actually believes, except that she wanted to win. And and so to those more idealistic young voters, the people who might be making up the alt-left, it was never worth the uh, compromise of voting for Hillary Clinton. Uh, are there or, or is there uh, an alt-left movement within the Democratic Party who are just as disenfranchised as the alt-right? Well, you know, I'd say it's actually probably a worse uh, worse uh, situation for the Democrats in this regard, because at least the Republicans not only won, but they uh, held control of all three. And it looks like Donald Trump, you know, if uh, he's talking about appointing Mitt Romney to uh, to cabinet, for example, and today he has Nikki Haley as ambassador to the United Nations, isn't going to be as adversarial to the various factions of the party. So under Trump's leadership and Paul Ryan in the House, they may be able to keep the tent together. But the Democrats, where they have no levers of power, breaking the party up, 
up and really rebelling against the party controls isn't a high-risk proposition because, as Donald Trump would ask you, what the hell do you have to lose? So you're going to see now that the, uh, the those on the left, if it's uh, uh, Keith Ellison, who might become DNC chair, a fairly left-wing congressman, or Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren, they're going to be emboldened to really rock the boat. And that's going to be uh, that's going to be uh, troubling. And with the young voters going to be playing a more prominent role in trying to uh, recast the Democratic Party, we could see that they become, uh, you know, before the day of the election, I believe, I was on your program and we talked about how do the Republicans pick up the pieces after Donald Trump loses. And one of the scenarios was, is there a new a left-wing Republican Party that emerges in a centrist Republican, sorry, a right-wing and a centrist Republican Party? Now I think that's a question the Democrats are going to have to ask themselves. How much can they move the party before it breaks? Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.